Hey everyone, this is Indra from Family Karma Cast, and this episode is an extra special preview of our Thirsty 30 Bravo TV and pop culture chats, which are exclusively available on our Patreon page for just $1 a month. So if you enjoy what you hear on this episode, please consider supporting us on our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash familykarmacast with a K. And you can get access to four of these episodes a month, sometimes more. And plus, we just really appreciate the extra support to keep our little podcast going. And thanks to everyone who has become a patron so far. We appreciate you so much. So without further ado, here is this week's installment of our weekly Thirsty 30 Bravo TV and pop culture chat. Oh boy. Okay, so um, I just watched Beverly Hills um, last night. Okay, no, the first thing I want to get through is so they, um, they, the picture of the lineup of the SLC girls, the Salt Lake City girls. Okay, okay. Are, were, was released this week. Okay. I, at least I'm pretty sure it was released. And Heather's in the middle. She's like number one, she's in the middle. And I just want some feedback about that. Um, I kind of get, get it. I kind of get it. Because it's a, someone who's like had the most drama, right? I think people are really into her story um, Heather. in rejecting the church. I think like there's a lot okay. of like, okay, let's support this woman who has rejected this really harmful mm-hmm. thing. Like, uh, like do, do you, true or false, do you think the show is trying to promote this isn't a true or false question do you Mm -hmm. think the show is trying to promote mormonism or push against it it's weird because sometimes it feels like the elephant in the room okay like it's always there well it's like okay so for example like brooks is gay yes uh meredith is jewish barlow is meredith is oh yeah so but barlow is um, super i'm the perfect mormon but mormonism is anti-lgbtq yes which, okay, so there's that whole aspect. I mean, and here's the thing. I it's heard- like Andy is definitely not going to let Real Housewives of SLC happen on Bravo without trying to critique Mormonism. How do you feel? I think like, well, what I just said, and I think Heather is kind of this great example of a woman who mm. was kind of scorned by the religion, right? Like she lived her life in this perfect Mormon yeah. girl way. And then... She ended up divorced with three kids and unhappy and she's like reclaiming her life. And there's a lot of the like you go girl energy with her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's resonated with a lot of people like we need someone to root for. Like there were moments last season that I teared up watching her on screen, you know, like I like her. And I I like Whitney, too. I like Whitney, too. I think she's more controversial, but I like Whitney, too. So I'm not surprised she's in the the Mormon church, too. Who else would be in the middle? Meredith? I I know. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Um, I I thought it was funny because they had the new um, the new uh, housewife and she's Vietnamese. Yes. And she's telling about, did you see this clip? Her name's Jenny, right? Jenny. Yeah. Maybe. And or wait, she's talking actually, about. I don't know what her name is. I, okay. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, and she's talking about, you know, how hard it was to get out of Vietnam. And she had to like 
be underneath the boat and wow you know oh my god and and lisa barlow's just like yeah eyes wide that's intense <laughs> <laughs> just like fueled up lisa's had diet like 10 Pepsi. diet cokes just like 10 <laughs> diet cokes just yeah that's intense can you believe that her son's like beard trimming or soap brand or whatever is, is real like f- fresh wow. wolf is happening there's something about lisa like <laughs> she will get a product on the shelf she you know she, and oh she, yeah that, she had that energy she is that's one thing you gotta admire about her i know and she'll get that product on the she's shelf a, i mean she's, she's a not, go-getter she's the, op- she's the opposite of sonia morgan she's the opposite of sonia <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay i'm so glad new york is over i mean oh, i am I looking forward to the reunion though just because so they're filming the reunion apparently right now they're like filming right the beverly now. hills reunion today right sorry sorry they're beverly hills today and then new york is just the twi- like they're they're filming the new york reunion on the 23rd so that's okay. in about a couple weeks a little less um and who cares i care i care because of contract negotiations i want to see how they break down the shit show that was this season and i want to see i kind of want to see bravo like fall flat on its face once again (laughs) you know i would like to see actually i would be i would actually love to see them be able to confront the issues around race that came up this season with grace and in a complex you know understanding way and you and I just know that's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen and I'd also like to add that what was I gonna say I don't remember it doesn't matter it doesn't doesn't matter matter. there's so much to cover this week my thing is is I bet Ramona was like I bet this was one of the terms. I will do the reunion if you can guarantee me on the show next year. Really? That's what I'm guessing. <sighs> if I was her manager, that's what I would say. Oh, my God. I could not. There, I don't think she'll be back. I mean, I say that, and I didn't think she'd be back this season. I hope they, again, get rid of everyone but Leah and Ebony. I really can't. Like, I'm just... We've talked about it so much. I can't talk about it anymore. Okay. Um, let's talk about Beverly Hills. Let's talk this about week Beverly Hills wild. because okay, I want your thoughts, and how then I want to talk about Sutton a couple thing? things. Okay, because I want to know how you feel about. Do you think Sutton was out of line at the dinner party, at the dinner table? Yeah. No. No. Right. No. I mean, Erica wasn't even letting her talk. You yeah. know, like it wasn't even like she had space to be out of line. Like, and I think. You'll never, I never want to defend Sutton, but I do think that she, she said like, so you're not going to have a conversation with me. And then she decided not to go further with it. And then Kyle being like, but you that said you were going to talk about I was I like, know. Kyle, shut your Kyle, fucking mouth. Kyle, stop. She's so What are dumb. you doing, Kyle? <laughs> but like, I think that um, Erica was so mad. It was, I yes. mean- the when she goes or what or what like you could just from the preview to now like it's only gotten more like wow you know like this is very real for her she was feeling ganged up on all of these things but like we've said so many times like I think the women have reason (laughs) to feel weird about all of it Mm -hmm. and Especially when Dorit was coming hard. Oh, Dorit was. And when, which was good to see her finally kind of stand up 
about it. But yes. then when Erica literally threatens slash promises Sutton, that was like crossing a line for that sure. That was crossing the line, yeah. She, like, if her lawyers had seen that, if they had been in the room, they would have gone and taken her and away from that table to be like, you cannot say shit yeah. like that. Like, that does not help anyone's case. At Kathy Hilton's house where she said she... Her butler said 50 years of doing this and he's never seen anything like oh it. Oh my God. Okay. Um, a couple things that I have to talk about that I mm-hmm. mentioned on our Instagram page um, in our story. I couldn't follow it. I, I was going by quickly. I stopped it and then I couldn't compute. Oh, so okay. Explain. So one of them is kind of a light, just a jab at Dorit because I'm like Garcelle and I like to jab at Dorit. Um, she, in the preview for next week, we see her kind of coming at Garcelle being like, I speak four languages. Like, Mm -hmm. don't say something unless you know what you're talking about. And then at the dinner at Garcelle's house in this episode, she's talking about air italics, (laughs) which it's air quotes, Dorit. (laughs) But I was just like, don't like pretend like you're the wordsmith or whatever. The like, what am I? I'm clearly not a wordsmith. Um, The... The authority on language. Right. Um, when, you know, whatever. So that was just silly. But the thing that really riled me up was seeing these, this ongoing internal dialogue of Lisa Rinna's during the Haitian dinner about how difficult it was to eat Haitian fish, mm-hmm. to eat any fish, because she didn't grow up with it. And it's like, it really, at the end of, like, that is a microaggression. It was... A dinner where Haitian food was being served, where the polite thing to do is just eat the freaking fried cod ball, you know, and like, shut up about it. Like, don't Mm -hmm. pretend like this was a huge thing for you. Like, even just saying that is saying like, this different food doesn't belong here. I'm not used to it. And so I'm supposed to be like, all up in arms about it. And a lot of people, I posted this on... What they say. And like everyone, a lot of people responded. They were like, I totally agree. And people brought up the very good fact that just the day before or two days before or whatever, they were at Kathy Hilton's house eating caviar pie. And no one batted an eyelash at that. Because that's that's white food. That's upper class food. Right. It's not from a culture of people of color. And so when you make those connections, you just yeah, see I didn't even, mm-hmm. that Lisa was like, really, she didn't even know she was doing it. But that's what microaggressions mm-hmm. are, is you're putting down a culture and a food because you're not used to it. And mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just didn't, I just like don't feel comfortable, but I did it anyway. I took one for the team. It's like, Lisa, shut the fuck up. Did she say up. that? I took she didn't one say for that exactly, but that was the vibe, right? Mm. That was the vibe. See, I took it as she's just uncomfortable around food. Well, okay, so then there's that piece of it, too. You know what I there's mean? There's that piece of it, too. And I kind of looked at it as like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not going to get angry because she's just uncomfortable around food that she's not used to because her eating issues... Again, it's just me speculating. Yeah. Are just so in our faces all the time. Yeah. And that's okay. But like to talk about it, it's like, was she talking about like, obviously, we don't see all of her testimonials and what she says. Mm -hmm. Maybe she said the same thing about the caviar pie. Mm -hmm. I doubt it. 
but yeah I don't remember her saying anything about the caviar and it's just like you know complaining about the food at this special dinner that Garcelle's put together she what she would say I wasn't complaining I was just talking about my issue with fish but it's like Mm -hmm. why are you bringing it up now when we're eating food from a different culture. So that was just... I know that Rinna, it's very interesting because I know Rinna grew up, I think, lower like lower class. Oh, she did? Lower middle class. Yeah, she was not... Interesting. She's not, she's not from a wealthy family. Yeah. Lois is not... I don't know anything about that, but I mean, that doesn't... I don't think that that really takes away from what I'm saying. That doesn't. Okay. But like she... Like, you know, it, it's still... Um, points to this sort of like white center that we have in America Mm -hmm. where things that are not bland and American. Oh, well, Dorit will tell you about bland food. (laughs) If we want to go there. Oh, I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. Remember her talking to her about all the spices she uses and how American food's so bland? Oh, my God. I know. That's she's so irritating. I'm sorry. I really don't like Dorit. <laughs> I can't get behind this woman. I, can't, I just can't figure her out. Just when I'm like, I think I, I think I know her. Like she just pulls something and it's like, but then it's like, then she pulls out PK and PK is like making so much and sense. And telling all the truth. I mean, but isn't it, I think Dorit is there for like some comic relief, really. Right. Like, I think so. I mean, she has a new from- venture every season. Like, can we talk about how like she goes from the Buca de Beppo room to these wedding dresses from Beverly Beach to activewear, like That's all the these things, like so many businesses. Dorit, we can't take you seriously. And like, I know. And I don't think she do you think she watches it and she sees what the no. rest of us see I think it's just like I mean and granted if you handed me like okay design like Tupperware I'd be like oh hell yeah but give me the paycheck you know yeah, what I mean yeah. <laughs> and I think it's the same thing of like write me the paycheck I'll do it I'm a designer yeah I'm a decorator people compliment me for all these things so I'm gonna do with it which in my wheelhouse I mean it's not like you know she's gonna but that but like replace like Jeremy Scott or whatever at Moschino or something she's talking about it like she is do you know what I mean her her vibe is very like and I'm the next best thing to happen to wedding dresses and I'm the next best thing to happen to restaurant design like what it's like Dorit, what the fuck do you know? Like, I'm sorry. You know, Dorit, when she first came onto the scene, like, just bothered the bejesus out of me. And for some reason, lately, I'm just like, she doesn't bother me that much because she's... You can't, yeah. Because it's like, I, I don't know. Like, with her, I feel like she knows... She knows, like, if anything, she just knows her place. Like, yeah. Like, design... Book it to Beppo, you know what I mean? And like, if you're going to do it, like, you're not going to be embarrassed about it, right? You're just going to do it like, oh, this is like the best, like, you know, this is like the Sistine Chapel, you yeah, know, well, and that's Dorit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I guess I just like, I need to move from a place of that driving me crazy to yeah. like, this is just who she is. And it's this kind of pathetic. She, I mean, her and accent isn't even real no it's all just a show and I'm just I think I don't I think I'm mad at her right now because she's been coming after Garcelle and yeah. I do not want anyone coming after my queen Garcelle so yeah that's like maybe that's where my my upsetness is coming from with her lately but um 
Okay, pregnancies this week. Yes. We, there's like so many. Olivia Munn. Right. Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Kylie Jenner. Right. There's one more wow. I'm forgetting. I don't know who it is. But um, of those three, who are you most like interested in? Or maybe, I don't know, maybe pregnancies aren't that interesting. <laughs> For me, they're not that interesting. I loved, I always love like Kylie's Anything She Reveals Something. Yes. She has, you know, the A24 team, it seems like, you know, yes. the A24. It's like they, they get the A24 team to release the trailer for her pregnancy. <laughs> the trailer. <laughs> um, so it's like that is very like when she released the video of her daughter being born, I think, uh-huh. that whole like short movie or whatever Uh I like cried during it so I can get on board that other than that um so Olivia Munn and John Mulaney um that's a tough one so John Mulaney divorced his wife in May it was in the spring I feel there is a darkness I mean and you look at Olivia Munn if I had a guess if it's her first pregnancy she's like six or seven months she's she's like, yes. Like, when I saw that picture, I couldn't even recognize her. And I was like, either she's gained, like, a lot of weight or she is pregnant. And mm-hmm. and she's pregnant. And I think that the baby's probably coming sooner than we think. And Right. And Vulture did a whole timeline of um, their relationship. They did. Oh, okay. And I didn't click on it because I knew their darkness was going to be there. Okay, so... Tell me about some of this darkness. I'm so curious. Um, So like, I don't want to speculate, but there's, let's just say there's an overlap. Yes. Like in the end of his marriage and the beginning of this relationship. Maybe even in the middle. Uh, oh, like, yeah. I remember last year hearing someone on a podcast saying, mm-hmm. do you really want me to get into the darkness of, in so many words of John Mulaney? Yes, and I then do. They, Be- the other two people were like, no, 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 no. We're not going to go there. Oh. And then this person did not say anything more. And looking back, I think this was part of it. Okay. I'm guessing. Like infidelity. Oh, signs point to that. Yeah. Because he went to rehab, I think, last October. Yes. Yeah. He had a relapse. And... You know, of course, it's devastating and substance abuse is a terrible thing to deal with. And and his wife, people, his ex-wife is also a recovering addict, right? I don't know. I know she went to some sort of rehabilitation. OK. I, I don't know what kind. Okay. I don't know if what kind of if it's an addiction or whatever. Okay. Maybe it was a spa. I don't know. But yeah. Um, I know that there were a lot of hurt feelings. I know that Olivia Munn said that she was very attracted to John Mulaney yes. before they got together um, Olivia Munn I heard her on a podcast many years ago she was on mm. Anna Ferris's podcast which I don't even know yeah. if it's still going anymore it got really bad and I stopped listening but um she had Olivia Munn on and all they talked about was how Anna Ferris's pelvic floor was no longer hmm. strong and how she was feeling how she was like freaking out about it and it wasn't in a like oh let's support each other women way it was like mm-hmm. a look I've destroyed my body like hmm. never have kids like, having babies? like never oh, ruin your body like this and Olivia mm-hmm. was basically like I don't ever want to have kids I don't want to fuck yeah. up my vagina I don't want to do all these things it was really like icky yeah. to listen to from both of mm-hmm. them but like Olivia Munn, I remember hearing that and being like, 
wow, I do. It wasn't just that. Like, I don't remember all the other specifics, mm-hmm. but I left listening to it being like, this is not a celebrity that I like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and and John Mulaney said the same thing. he About her? No, that he didn't. He never wanted to have kids. Okay. And now they're having. And, and people are allowed to change their mind. Yeah. You know? Or maybe it was I an accident. I didn't know if I was going to have kids when I was younger. I didn't know. I was like, I don't know. It could go either no, way. Absolutely. People are allowed to change their minds. I'm not saying anything about like, okay, now Olivia's pregnant. Like, how could she say all that right. stuff? It was more like the overall vibe of that conversation was very problematic from a like female yes. empowerment standpoint and yeah. like the beauty of like having children and like supporting that and reading between the lines I think Anna Ferris's marriage was also falling apart at that point and so she was maybe a little unhappy and projecting in some ways but like I just like and the whole like it seemed like her and Aaron Rodgers had a really nasty breakup for some reason oh did they I don't know the details but so you know how Jordan, bringing it back to The Bachelor, Jordan, Jordan Rogers, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers' brother. saw his season. I think that he's estranged from Aaron. Yeah. And I think a large part of that for many years was because of his relationship with Olivia Munn. Oh, interesting. That's what people said. I and, Interesting. And now that I think like that comes out of my mouth, I'm like, was that just people like hating on women like they always do like blaming them for problems thank you like it could have been a narrative to be like oh look at this terrible woman who's broken up the family but it's definitely tough because everyone wants a yoko right yes yes everyone that's that's the that's the you know i think as women as we talk we gotta just sometimes catch ourselves and be like Mm -hmm. What is the tired Yoko narrative that yeah. we're going over and over on? Yeah, and Olivia could be a Yoko. Like, she could have been put into that place unfairly. Yes. And there could and be like, some truth it to wasn't, it. Why isn't anyone blaming John Lennon for the demise of the Beatles? Exactly. It's always on her. And yeah, I mean, we can all agree that's all fucked up. Um, you know, and um, I think it's funny how, you know, the comedian, the guy that everyone likes mm-hmm. gets this pass. He's and, getting a free pass. Like I'm seeing yeah. all this good press about him all of a sudden. And, you know, at the end of the day is like Olivia is a woman of color, right? Yeah. Even she's, though she, is she half Asian? I don't know. I think I know she, she is. said that her sweet but Japanese sweet potato changed the shape of her face. Um and that's why <laughs> Wait, what she said that? Yeah. Um and that's why she looked a little different. Oh, she's forty one. Did you know that? Oh, interesting. Okay. I thought okay. she was like mid thirties. I don't know. I've never heard the woman talk. Okay. I couldn't even name Father one movie. Is, is white. Mother is Chinese from Vietnam. Okay. So she is half Asian. She was on that really awful like Aaron Sorkin show that I just I hate Aaron Sorkin. So <laughs> he he th- like he's the he's done shows like do you remember the newsroom? I think that was the show she was on on HBO. Yeah, it's I like didn't the watch ty- that. You would hate it, Deanna. It's like people having like Is banter back and forth. People- yeah, I've seen it on um, the Amy. Um, what's her name? How am I forgetting her name? Amy um, the blonde. Oh, Amy Poehler. No, not Amy Poehler. The the oh, comedian that's who's good friends with Amy Jay Schumer. Law, Amy Schumer. Yeah. 
Wow, Amy she really Schumer. faded. Amy Schumer did uh, an Aaron Sorkin spoof. Okay. And that's the only time I've seen it done. Because he bet did it was like really West well done Wing or too. something. What? It was walking and talking, right? Yeah. Oh, my. It's like, yeah, I can't. Like, it's like these people's heads are so far up their asses. It's like, I can't. I hate. I hate it. And she was on that show, I think, The Newsroom. And, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I there wasn't anything really remarkable about it other than like, yeah, she's beautiful. Like obviously. And it's so hard because I think a lot of us who are into pop culture want to project onto her, but I think we just need to focus it. I don't even know. I mean, it's just like, he's not coming up smelling. No, no, no. Like he's clearly, like you said, there's darkness there. There's something. And it's hard because it goes back to everything. Like, how do we interact with pop culture and what is our initial reaction? Yeah. We have to be conscious because my initial reaction is like, what the fuck? Good job breaking up a, breaking up a marriage. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and no. hearing about how she's done this before. You know what I mean? Totally. The, the whole and narrative. Just, but then it's hard because it's like, how do we interact with it? You know, how yeah. how do we? Because it is controversial and a lot of us are invested. Yeah. I and think I don't want to, apo- I feel like a lot of us apologize for being invested in stuff, but how do we be invested without the negative emotions, especially to women? Totally. I think where I'm going to fall, this has been a good discussion about this. And I you know think what I mean? where I'm at with it is I don't really have... I don't have enough information about what's going on in That's her okay. relationship. I'm going to say that too. With John Mulaney. I don't know what happened with Aaron Rodgers. I do know what I heard on that podcast and that really upset me. Like I didn't. Yeah, of course. I didn't feel like she was here for women in a way yeah. that. I mean, and she's known after going after people, different women in the press. Oh yeah. So like the, the go track yourself right? girls that tracks a little bit so and it's hard because it's like should we have the same grace with like someone like erica jane or fuck no <laughs> i have trouble having any grace with her really i know the it's way tough. she it's tough she was so she was like boiling over at that dinner and it was so yeah. mean and her makeup was so <laughs> interesting like it literally looked like Michael Jackson cosplay on Times Square. And I'm not trying to be rude. Didn't oh it look like God, that? I can't even. Deanna. I was like, Mikey is not here. Like no. Mikey has, has not been here for a while. But we did see. We saw her getting her makeup done, but it was after that dinner. It was for the no, Garcelle's dinner. No, I think it was dinner. for. That's the thing. The, the Garcelle cosplay. <laughs> like. It was like, who? oh, that dinner. Oh, OK. That dinner. I'm talking about the makeup lines. Oh, I didn't see that. I was so focused on her makeup at Garcelle. Well, so we know the glam team is gone. She looked like a mime a little bit. <laughs> I, you know, I didn't even really. I want you to just I need look to look, at look five back. Seconds. I need to look back. I thought it but was I mean, like, do you know what I liked, though, was when Lisa Sutton and no, Lisa Dorit and Erica all leave <laughs> and left at the party are like all the people I would want to hang out with, maybe minus Sutton. <laughs> because and, I and do have to say, I am a little, I am team Sutton with the Erica Jane thing, but 
a little bit of that brattiness came out at Kathy's dinner when she gets up and she's like, I am not used to this. Mm -hmm. I am not used to being talked that way. That privileged thing that she is always pulling out, I am not here for. I'm not here for that behavior from Sutton. What I'm here for is when I get a little glimpse inside the Richard sisters growing up. Number one, (sighs) Kyle, go tell... (laughs) Garcelle, I'm not coming. Like, that's happened a thousand times before with Kathy. And also, uh, Kyle being like, I just want everyone to get along. Why why can't we all get along? I'm like, I know what Kyle was like as a kid. Kyle is the middle child. She's the youngest. Oh, yeah. Wait, she's the youngest. Yeah. Which I totally relate to, like, wanting things to be harmonious and, like, her priority is everyone getting along, like you just said, mm-hmm. instead of like over acknowledging these hard truths about mm-hmm. like what's really going on in these relationships, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Our 30 minutes are up. Um, That's it. There's so much to discuss, <laughs> but we'll do more in our next installment. Um, thank you all for listening. We love you so much. Namaste, bitches. Namaste, bitches.